0: Welcome to Culture Bites, where we take culture theory and turn it into everyday insights. We're powered by human synergistics, and our mission is to change the world one organization at a time. We can only do that together with our amazing community, so thank you for listening. Welcome to Culture Bites. My name's Dominic Gawley. I'm a consultant with Human Synergistics and Corinne Cantor. Come on down. <laughs> I did promise that on the you last. Did. Hello. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> Uh, You're the winner of today's game show, which is to talk about this concept people have out there around culture four. So we hear, you know, we're building a culture for safety. We're building a culture for innovation. We're building a culture for this and that, whatever else, right? And I'd be interested in your point of view Mm. on that, right? Can we have all these culture fours Mm. or how do they work or don't work? What do you think? I'm going to go out on a limb and say no.
1: (laughs) So, look, run the credits. We're done. (laughs) My work here is done. No, I, instead of, look, I, I talk about the one culture concept. Yeah. Okay. And I think that, you know, what we hear about is, and we've talked about this a few times risk culture, safety culture, innovation culture, diversity and inclusion culture, Uh all these. Separate lenses or ways of thinking about culture. Uh. I think the reason that people, that organizations talk about safety culture, risk culture, is that culture for people can sometimes feel intangible and abstract. Mm. And so if you add an outcome, the outcome that you're after, to Uh. the front of it, it Uh. makes it feel like it's more sense. So Uh. risk culture, you know, we want to be more risk responsible. We want to be a safer culture. So I get the idea. You know, the idea is that we want people to have, we want to crystallize for people what this program mm. is for, mm. which is why I think it's, you know, it actually has the opposite effect because you've got an organization that might be having an innovation culture program, a safety culture program, a risk culture program, D&I. a DNI. And so what happens is that with culture, culture really is about the messages that people get about how they're expected to behave. Mm. Okay. How they're expected to think about the way that work is done, the work that they do and how they interact with others. So it's the expectations, the written ones and the unwritten ones. Now, if you have these separate programs, What you end up risking is expectation confusion, right? So on the one hand, let me give you an example. At the risk of oversimplifying, but I want to give this as an example, you've got one organization, same organization saying to its people, we're going to, on the one hand, focus on developing a safety culture, Mm. okay? At the same time that they're doing that, they want to build an innovation culture, Mm. okay? Now. The safety culture initiative is being run by one part of the organisation. The innovation culture program is being run by a completely different part of the organisation and the two departments
0: don't talk. Not ideal. And, I mean, just from the offset, it sounds like competing for airspace. Correct. (laughs) For airtime. And I think
1: that's part of the problem, right, because they're not talking to one another, but they're both probably implementing culture surveys, Safety and innovation. But all your people will hear is that it's culture.
0: Yes. And that, oh my God, it just seems like it never ends. Yeah.
1: That's right. We just did one. And so if we look at the messages that people are getting that might come from two separate programs, is you in the safety and risk culture Mm. programs, what we're seeing is that that's taking a compliance track. Mm. Okay. So these are procedures and the rules that we want you to adhere follow. to and mm-hmm. follow, okay? At the same time, I'm getting messages to be bold. Break the rules. You know, uh, <laughs> think outside the box. Yep. What do I do with those competing messages? Because on the one hand, I feel like I'm being encouraged to play safe mm. so that I don't get things wrong, mm. And on the other hand, I'm being encouraged to kind of push the envelope, (laughs) push the boundaries, think outside of my particular box. But what I'm left with is for fear of thinking outside my box in case I get it wrong. And so that's what I mean by confusion in the messages that I'm getting about, what's the right thing
0: for me to do here? What is it that you're asking me to do? So we've muddied the waters. Yeah, we've muddied the waters. It's it's not clear, and I often think, you know, what does that look like practically? Yeah, you know. So I come in to work on a Monday morning. Yeah, and from nine a.m. till ten a.m., well, I'm going to put on my innovation hat. Yeah, All right. So I'm going to do innovation culture from nine to ten. Yeah. But then from ten to eleven, that's my safety hat. <laughs> yeah. I right, Put on my safety culture hat, and then from eleven till twelve, it's my Diversity and inclusion hat. Yeah. You know, I mean, it sounds silly when I say it, right? Because that doesn't exist. No. Obviously, there's one hat. Yeah. All right. There's one hat, which is what you're talking about. There's one culture.
1: That's right. So, the one culture concept is understanding that you've got really what's desirable is a one culture and directional view about values and the norms and the standards that we want to apply. And I'm going to give you an example. And it's one that you've actually often talked about, Dom, which is, you know, if you go for sort of, we want a a constructive culture in the belief that it will deliver risk and safety and innovation, then this is how it plays out. Okay. So if you're going to do a safety culture, one of the artifacts or the results of that work will be a rule book, okay? And so, unless you're really clear, the people will think that the expectation is that you have to follow the
0: rule book. Unplug your brain.
1: Unplug your brain. So, the safety culture, whether it means to or not, might be sending the expectation and the message that people have to turn their brain off and just follow the procedure. Or just follow the procedure uh, okay because that's what being a safety culture means whereas if you had a constructive culture the expectation is about understanding why that rule is in place uh, okay understanding the outcome that we are looking to aim for so if the constructive culture one culture is about helping people understand the expectation is understand why that's there uh, and Encourages people to ask questions without breaking it before they understand. You can still get the safety outcome while helping people understand where how they could innovate around that.
0: Does that make sense? Yes, that makes sense. So, you know, I think you know this is our position on it. Is there's one culture Mm. that I'm, you know, that I'm consulting for how I'm expected to behave. And that has different outcomes, or it has outcomes for different things like mm. safety, like innovation, and so on, All right? But there's only one that I'm consulting. And I think, you know, people start with the, the outcome, right? Safety, mm. but that's... Uh, sorry, start with that as the start, right? Safety, mm. but that's actually the outcome. Mm. It's downstream from the culture mm. we have. And they don't have to be in conflict because mm. a constructive culture, in our view, will deliver great safety yeah. outcomes, will deliver great yeah. innovation, because it's actually the same stuff. Yeah. right? And I remember from a client that, that you and I both work with, and we're asking, what's the ideal culture? And there were different groups, and it was a hospital facility. Yeah. Right? So there was a group of nurses at one table, and they're doing their ideal culture. And so in our language, they scored conventional really low and achievement really high. And they held it up at the end. You know, This is what we think would get the best out of us as nurses. Everyone said, but surely nurses need to follow lots of rules yeah, and they do, right? There's Mm. lots of procedures Mm. and stuff like that. They said, of course we do. We need to follow rules. But it's more important that the nurses understand why we have Mm. the rule Mm. because sometimes it's not the right time to apply it. Mm. And when trouble happens, when Mm. safety incidents happen, it's actually when people often... Not always, but often when they follow the rules, but it wasn't actually the right time. Mm. But they didn't understand Mm. the cause and effect. They didn't understand why we have the rule Mm. versus just doing the rule. Mm.
1: Absolutely. And so I think, you know, if you – there's so much that people have to do. You know, Mm. there's so much that people have to pay attention to, leaders and employees alike. Uh. Okay. So really you want to simplify. You want to make it easy. Uh. Cultures always, all of these efforts are really, you know, directed to creating sustained positive change, okay, that increases creativity, Hmm. that increases satisfaction, that increases a sense of belonging. But if it's too hard, okay, because each area has its own special program, you're not going to get traction. And this is the problem with it. A, it's not necessary. Because a constructive culture that encourages people to be clear on expectations, be clear on the why, to seek to understand, to ask questions, to work with others.
0: Is develop cap- others.
1: Develop others, can deliver on all those outcomes. And really, you're reducing the complexity in the message, which is why we're really advocating for this one culture concept. I sometimes use the analogy of, you know, surfing to try and make that point. Mm. And I kind of think that you've only got one board when you go surfing. You know, if you were to split that board up into different sections and then- would th- float. The only thing that's keeping it together is you holding it together. Oh. There's no way it would float. There's no way that you'd be able to keep your balance or keep it steady. And there's no way that it would propel you forward. Oh. So it's the same kind of thing with this, you know, this culture for idea that you talked about. There is, if you've split up in too many separate programs, there's no integration. There's no laddering together. There's a confusion in the message of what you're asking people to do. And in effect, it becomes a competition for people's attention. What we're saying is you don't need to do that to achieve those outcomes. Okay. You just need to understand how culture actually works in order to be able to deliver, to coalesce, bring it together in order to deliver those outcomes. That are very important. We don't argue that risk, safety, innovation, diversity all super important, but you are undermining your own efforts by actually taking that as an approach.
0: Yeah. And you know, to me it would be saying what we're shooting for is this constructive culture. The reason we're doing it is it's going to help us deliver this, that, and the other. right? Those yeah. are the outcomes. Awesome, because those things are all important for us. Yeah. So if we, you know, and so it's maybe it's aligning that for mm-hmm. people. So if, you you know, as the example, if we think of safety, mm-hmm. for instance, safety from a passive defensive mm-hmm. space mm-hmm. is a kind of compliance-based mm-hmm safety culture, Mm -hmm. right? So, I'm going to follow the rules. I'm going to do what I'm told. I'm going to avoid raising problems, Yeah, stuff like that, right? Now, what could be the outcome of that, right? So, following some of the rules and stuff, that might get some conformity. But when stuff changes, like in the nursing example, or there's, I know of a company who filled up trucks with stuff and there was a rule, you put 10 ton in the back of the truck. Awesome, right? Why have the 10 ton rule? Mm. You know, what's the point of that? Mm. Well, it's because we want to fill up the truck as much as possible, but keep it within safe limits, Mm. right? Mm. That's the point of that rule. But they never really, people didn't really explain that. The rule was just put 10 ton in the back. So truck comes in, 10 ton, next truck, 10 ton. Smaller truck comes in, but the rule says 10 ton. Mm. So we put 10 ton in and it does a wheelie, Mm. right? But what we want is people thinking and understanding, well, the purpose of the rule is to fill it up as much as possible, so we maximize the load, mm. but we keep it within safe limits, mm. right? If I know that, I can then apply it when there's other situations that aren't in the mm. rule book because mm. we can't write a rule for every single situation.
1: And equally, I think, you know, we've, I guess we've picked a little bit on safety and I'm sure that there are very innovative, I know there are innovative safety programs there. But if we go to the other side with innovation, where we want people to be bold and to think outside the square. You don't want people to break all the rules all the time in order to achieve innovation. You want to you want them to understand why those rules are there mm. or why those processes are there and how they help. So you want it to be an informed, calculated risk. Yes. You know, not something that earth. is reckless. Yeah. And so I think that if you focus on the mindset that is about helping people to think for themselves, to understand the expectation, to understand the why, to work with each other to problem solve. It really is going to be good for any kind of problem exactly. and outcome that you want to deliver. 100%. And I think, you know, I really, my message really, Dom, is that you want to harness the capacity of the, within the organization. And it would be our view. That you are best to do that by simplifying it and making it one rather than having it separate. And I mean, sometimes it's separate because there are specialist roles in the organisation designed just to focus on that, and so they're focusing on the depth and the purity of their their right. area. But from an organisational point of view, you've really got to think about what's important about how do we help people to change? How do we help? this get traction and it's really simplicity you know and that means an integrated approach not one that's split out into smaller subset programs
0: it's all about effectiveness Mm. you know so here's your homework if you're listening to this and you're thinking man they're talking about our company (laughs) right now like i'm trying to launch this organizational culture stuff but we also have these other initiatives how do you get on the same page yeah you know so how do you invite the safety guy, the innovation guy, the whatever person along and talk about get the circumplex out, get the circumplex out and talk about if we were in these different areas, what would that mean for mm. your outcomes? What would that mean for your outcomes? Mm. All right? And can we get a line that actually these blue ones at the top here would help us nail all these outcomes? Because mm. mm. if we can get on that same page and get aligned on that, well, now we're talking from the same, we're singing from the same hymn sheet. Yeah. You know, now we can make stuff happen because we can actually get aligned in our messaging and on the same page.
1: That's right. And I think that's the message really is alignment Mm. and keep it, you know, reduce the complexity Mm. and help people understand in a coherent way, what is the message, you know, and if you understand the mindset and the behaviors that will give you the best outcome, very often at that level, they're not in competition with each other. But if you start to frame best. it as an outcome, it sounds like they're competing.
0: Correct. I love it. All right, Corinne. Thanks, We might Dom. have some homework <laughs> for us to go out yeah, and work with some clients I'd, I'd on that. would love
1: to hear from people. Yeah. You, do,
0: you know. Yeah. What, yeah. Have you had challenges? Have mm. you tried to do that? Have there been challenges? That'd be interesting. Yeah. Let us know.
1: And equally, you know, organisations who've been able to achieve those outcomes mm. by working and developing and building constructive
0: culture would be great to hear from you too. Awesome, thanks for your time, Corinne. Thank you, Dom. Thanks for listening to this episode of Culture Bites. If you enjoy the show, remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, leave us a review. It helps other people to find the show. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, email podcast at human-synergistics.com.au We'd love to answer it. This podcast is copyrighted by Human Synergistics Australia, all rights reserved. To learn more about what we do, visit human-synergistics.com.au. In today's episode of Culture Bites, we talked about the How Culture Works model. The How Culture Works model is from the Organizational Culture Inventory and Organizational Effectiveness Inventory. The feedback report for these surveys and other culture change resources are copyrighted by Human Synergistics International. Research and development by Robert A. Cook and J. Clayton Lafferty. All rights reserved. Please contact us if you would like to review any of these resources for organizational change and development.